believe in honouring those who've gone before us, those who have honed their own embroidery skills to a high degree and those who use traditions to build their own understanding of innovation and creativity. They should all be admired, applauded and acknowledged. Many have helped countless others through their teaching and mentored people just like me to help us achieve our desired outcomes with a needle and thread. We have been the beneficiaries of their knowledge, expertise, dexterity, finesse and flair and that's what makes them so very, very special. So I thought I'd expand the Stitch Safari podcast to introduce live interviews entitled The Embroiderer. Still under the Stitch Safari banner, but dealing with real people in real time. I want to hear their voices as well as their embroidery stories. In this series, though, I'll be speaking not only with invited guests, so you won't be listening to just my voice, but the voices of different embroidery artists across Australia, but also with a regular guest whose knowledge about the history and application of embroidery techniques is beyond compare. And this person just happens to be my very first guest, Effie Mitrofanis. There's only one reason I'm doing this, and that is passion. Passion to talk with and listen to other people's adventures with a needle and thread. I want to hear what makes them feel as passionately about embroidery as I do, what got them started, and, more importantly, what keeps them going. What are their highs and lows? Because we all have them, but most of all, I wanted to be in their voice, and voices are like an artist's hands to me. They're the repositories of precious memories. And when it comes to technique, there's only one person I know that has an incomparable and enviable depth of knowledge based on solid research and self-directed practice. And that's Effie Mitrofanis. So I hope you enjoyed this new addition to the Stitch Safari podcast because at the end of the day, the world of embroidery is also about people. People just like you and me. Hello and welcome to the Stitch Safari podcast, a sprightly and upbeat expedition into the alluringly appealing ambrosial world of stitch history, art and embroidery. Each fortnight we'll trek through and discover the utilitarian, the decorative the quirky and the just plain fun world that is the art of the needle. My name's Kathy Jack Copeland and I'm the Stitch Safari Expedition Leader. I'm an Australian textile artist, teacher, judge, blogger and stitch enthusiast whose work in contemporary machine stitch became my business. In this very special episode of the Stitch Safari podcast, I'm very proud and pleased to 
introduced to you someone I've known for decades. And I can honestly say, hand on heart, that this person, along with only a few others, helped not only shape me as an embroiderer and designer, but set me on the path of discovery I've been on ever since. That's not only rare, it's unique in my experience. So it's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you Effie Mitrofanis, Australian embroiderer, author, tutor, researcher, photographer and artist. Effie was my mentor and still is my inspiration. Effie Mitrofanis is petite, polite and polished. In fact, everything she creates showcases her passion and flair for colour, design and stitch. But within this diminutive exterior is a powerhouse of determination coupled with an enviable degree of technical skill and knowledge about embroidery. And that includes not just the stitching and design work, but also how best to hang, display and photograph textile work. And that's not always easy, I can tell you. Effie is a researcher, tutor of both creative and traditional hand embroidery and has lectured and exhibited internationally as well as throughout Australia. She studied embroidery and needle lace in the UK, Italy, Greece, China and India and has published numerous books and magazine articles as well as designing her very own Effie Mitrofanis collection of traced linen designs for Rada Proprietary Limited or DMC threads as we know them here in Australia. Castle Guidi, Cutwork, Reticella, Punto in Aria Needle Lace. This is her world. But Effie's also studied drawing, colour and stitch with the likes of Audrey Walker, Richard Box, Jan Beanie and Jean Littlejohn, as well as undertaking a course in textile photography. She just has it, whatever it is. Quite simply, Effie has an abiding passion in the art, pattern and texture of embroidery, along with its history, its makers and its techniques. And it's Effie who taught me to understand the value of research. Each and every book Effie's published, you can be guaranteed, is well-researched, well-written and equally well-presented. And you just have to speak with her for a short time to understand the scope of Effie's knowledge. I was fortunate indeed to have had Effie mentor me for 20 odd months. I learned lessons during that time I've never forgotten and that essentially put me on my very own artistic path. So without any further ado, please allow me to introduce to you Effie Mitrofanis. to speak with you. How about we just start with some simple questions? Um, I'll just throw them at you and you just give me your responses, Effie, as though we're just talking on the phone normally. So when did you begin to stitch? I began to stitch when I was seven years of age 
and it was compulsory because I was in primary school and we all the girls had to learn sewing. Yeah. Excellent. I still remember my sewing teacher. Can you remember your sewing teacher's name? Yes, yes, I can. Her daughter was actually a student in my class when we went to high school. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Ah, dear. Memories. Uh, What inspired you then? What was it about stitching that inspired you to want to continue? Well, look, it was up to my dear mother who observed that I really love sewing. And I think she actually um, went and bought me these lovely traced linen kits of pretty pictures and a bundle of threads. And I already had the equipment from school. Mm. And I started embroidering on what they used to call fancy work. But Mm. Mum saw how much I enjoyed it. And, you know, she she needed to keep me quiet, I think. (laughs) Don't you love mothers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I think that's really interesting. Just uh, what sort of educational courses uh, uh, have you done since then to help you get where you are now? Because I know uh, I know you've done a lot of different things, but I think people would really love to hear it from you. What have, what, what have you done to get where you are now? Well, the first course I went to for sewing was uh, pattern and dressmaking, but in actual fact, I I had my hobbies were doing embroidery and actually sketching and drawing, mm. and I did those concurrently till today. Yeah. And um, so the first one was a TAFE course for three years, and it was evening course because I had a day job. <laughs> and then I, you know, and then I got married and went to work and did wifely things <laughs> until I had two lovely children and made yeah. all my clothes yeah. and curtains and everything in the house. And um, after my second daughter was born, um, I was told I met a lady at the school gate and we got talking and. She told me I did too much housework and that <laughs> I needed to go and see this beautiful embroidery mm. at the Embroiderers Guild. And I joined on the spot because wow. they were all contemporary. They were beautiful. I joined on the spot. Yeah. And that, that was in 1970. Yeah. And um, I, I was introduced to the best books from the UK and I, I self uh, I I sort of um, just learnt out of books and just practice all the time. I was yeah. I was really really hooked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yes, since then um, I brought up my family, and it wasn't till uh, they were grown up that I had the opportunity to go and do an associate diploma of fine art at mm-hmm. um, TAFE College. And it was something I wanted to do when I left school, but you didn't do those things that day, those days. Um, And so I continued and qualified to become a a tutor of um, historical and contemporary embroidery 
of all techniques that could be found. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So um, from that point, I started teaching. Um, Mm. So Was, was, was there a great impetus to want to teach, to want to pass on that knowledge? There was absolutely because mm. it was funny as as I was growing up, I was trained as a Sunday school teacher. Yeah, when I was twelve, and I did that for eight years. I just loved. We were also taught how to teach, mm. um, you know, with notes for different ages of students. Yeah, and I always, and a friend of mine, um, my. Um, my um, friend and mentor, Heather Joins, she told me that teachers are born, not made. Wow. And wow. so everywhere I worked, you know, I was an administration, an administrator yeah. and a yeah. secretary. I always was one of those bossy people that trained the staff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> You, you you can be bossy, but from what I've experienced in a very, very helpful uh, uh, manner. Um, okay, yes. keep going, keep going. Yes, because I love, I love my job and I love training the people as well as doing the job. It just yeah. came naturally. Yeah. Um, so I got to the point where my children grew up and actually they hadn't grown up when I started teaching. And the impetus was very great because when I was teaching, I found that there were very few resources available at that time, which was the early 80s. Yep. And um, so that inspired me to write all my instructions for all the workshops Mm. I did. And I just kept on making um, new things and studying and looking up things and it was a very full-time hobby mm-hmm. but can, can I say I'm, without sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt but no, that, comes, that comes through in everything you do I think <laughs> it does it does it comes through in the way you teach the way you mentor and the way you write your books not to mention the embroidery you do um, but I just wanted to throw that in there, and probably now I've <laughs> I've, I've um, upset your train of thinking. But just going back to the teaching, finish what you were going to say there. Well, um, I was living in the country in in a, you know in the country at the time, and I used yeah. to go as far as the Gold Coast and all over New South Wales once a month because I had a very full time job at mm. the same time that lived in the country on a big property. So um, uh, every weekend uh, I would be preparing my workshops and it was a fascination just preparing uh, for people um, and and writing my own instructions. And um, at some stage um, at my job I used to have a, an advisor come from Sydney to advise me on my full-time job. Mm. And he knew, he, he used to take me out for dinner <laughs> every mm-hmm. time he came and he loved my embroidery and he was a man, you know, he was mm. a, a lovely man and he mm. he said, you know, I have a client that I uh, advise 
and he isn't he he um he's a publisher would you like to contact him so i did mm-hmm. and um by that time i decided the technique that i would t- that i would uh, choose and it was creative canvas embroidery mm-hmm. and um so that was the first book I wrote, and I was very fortunate to have an editor who was a Canadian lady, mm. and she taught me a lot of tricks about how to edit the mm. book. And she was so encouraging to me, and that was from a distance of Sydney to, you know, 500 well, miles away. Yeah. I have to say, because out of all the books you've written, I do have that one. And I think your last one, which is Threadwork. I mean, yeah. what what a, a journey in between those two books. But can you just speak quickly about Threadwork? Because um, that's my absolute favourite book. It is. It, it, it's mine too. And it was, mm. um, as you know, published in 2009. And in the meantime, I'd gone all around the world and doing study trips to China. Um, um, India was my best trip. The UK, Scotland, everywhere. Greece and Italy, my other favourite place is Italy. Mm. And um, so by that time I was writing education courses to train people to become accredited tutors mm. and I was very um, very involved in the teaching side but mm. a friend of mine her husband he came from Croatia you know the former Yugoslavia mm. and he was um, a professor of art in his career mm. and he told me that gave me all this advice and encouragement that I should do something that meant something to me. Well, and that was, you know, yeah. to, to appreciate that I was an artist mm. and not just a maker and mm. a tutor. And that, that book, Threadwork, in my opinion, showcases that fully. <laughs> it's, it's eye candy uh, for embroiderers in terms of colour, uh, the thread, the texture, the contrast of colours. It's its just a delight. I think it's an absolute delight anyway. Um, just going back to, I know you've travelled a lot, you've studied a lot. How important was research in your journey as both an artist and an author? Um, I think I've been a researcher since I was born. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll sense. always be doing, I always call myself a um, courseaholic. Mm. But with my job, I was always trying to think what would please people rather than what would please me. Wow. And so when, but I was always studying new techniques every time. It had to be something different. So research and practice have yeah. to go together yeah. if you want to become you never stop researching so and that's you- your that's your advice for aspiring embroiderers do their research and practice 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 
absolutely yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, practice, practice, practice. And um, I was just thinking, what more can I say? I remember some of the tips and tricks you used to tell us before some of the classes began. I remember one of them was load five embroidery needles before you start. That way you don't have to keep stopping to thread a needle. And do you know, to this day, I still do that. <laughs> well, still. yes, that's true. I think I was thinking that just the other day that all my books tell you tips that, you know, don't panic before. Give yourself at least 20 minutes to understand mm. what a stitch is before you start being unhappy. And so there's a process of threading the needle mm. that it needs to be understood. So I always say that embroidery is a big apprenticeship because yeah. you have to learn so many aspects yeah. of it. That's true. And Yes, so you've got to have your favourite needle book and all your all your uh, needles and equipment in front of you all the time, mm. and, and that's you never go anywhere without it. Yes, exactly. I think you've just it's one of those um, crafts, art, whatever you like to call it, that you have to do regularly. You just can't pick it up after a month and think that you're going to do perfect stitches, or I don't. Um, I think it's something that's just, it's got to be done regularly and it's got, there's got to, it's got to show passion. That's what I see in your work, passion. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> because you passed that on to me. <laughs> You were, but you were a pretty good girl. Best <laughs> student I had. Can I say that? <laughs> well, I think that's lovely. But, you know, uh, throughout everything that's happened in my embroidery life, it's being mentored by you uh, and Karma um, yes, uh, yes. that really changed my life. And oh. apart from saying thank you for that, Effie, <laughs> I'd like to thank you very much for uh, taking part in this, our first, our first interview on the Stitch Safari podcast, and thank you very much for your time because it's greatly appreciated. There's a wealth of knowledge that you have that I would love to tap into and just sit and talk with you on a regular basis. Would you be interested? Well, I'd love to. Thank oh. you. Yeah, and that'd be fantastic. I just think um, there's something about. A person's voice it's like their hands I can still see your hands with an embroidery needle <laughs> in them so it's the voice as well so we'll get on to that Effie and again thank you very much indeed and we'll talk later thank you Kathy you're more than welcome bye bye I was so thrilled Effie agreed to speak with me for this first episode of Stitch Safari, The Embroiderer. I think it speaks volumes, not only to the depth of Australian embroidery, but also to a person who has touched so many lives through her love and passion for embroidery, as well as for her teaching and mentoring. 
And that's something we need to keep reminding ourselves about. Embroidery is about passing on skills, certainly, but it's also about people. People who just want to learn, want to create, or want to use a needle and thread to help them combat the silliness and complexity of today's world. It creates the opportunity for people to meet people through a common language, that of a simple needle and thread. I'm very grateful to have had that language in my life. And if you don't, then all I can suggest is to pick up some books, fabric, needle, thread and scissors and teach yourself. Or join a group, meet with friends, find a network that will support you and you in turn support them. That's the real world of embroidery. It's completely up to you where you take it. As always, thank you so much for your time. I love having you here and it's truly appreciated. Tell your friends to tune in and subscribe and let's make 2023 the best year ever. Stitch Safari's now reached over 17,000 downloads and that's all thanks to you. It's also been mentioned as one of the 20 best embroidery podcasts of 2021 by Welp magazine, listed as one of the top shows about embroidery by Repod in 2022, recorded in the top five textile industry podcasts you must follow in 2023 by Feedspot and listed globally in the top 10% by Listen Notes. And I'm extremely grateful. Please leave a message and subscribe to the Stitch Safari podcast because there's just so much more to discover and it's all so fascinating. I do post interesting tidbits on Instagram and Facebook from time to time as well as book reviews and a blog on the Stitch Safari website. So do head on over. Till the next exciting episode of Stitch Safari and our next inspiring adventure into stitch, embroidery and design. Bye for now. <laughs>